God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. This is Pastor David Rangel, and we are uh, continuing our subject on Let the Word Work. Uh, if you have not yet heard uh, part A, I would advise you to listen to it. We gave a couple of principles, a couple of nuggets that is important and vital for us to understand the power of the Word of God. I want to go with you. I want you to go with me, please. Uh, and we'll just jump right into this. In Matthew chapter 22, hallelujah, Matthew chapter 22, let's read verse 29. Jesus, and I'll give you the uh, a backdrop on this. There's some people that come up to Jesus about a situation and they talk about a woman who had married or had been with several men. And uh, every man that she married died. <laughs> she was already at her uh, seventh, I believe. And they come up to Jesus and say, well, who's wife is she going to be in heaven if she was with seven men to begin with um wow it's it's uh it's it's something to to uh, notice um this woman had a track record that everybody she married died i don't know if you would want to be around but uh thank god for grace and the power of god because it's not what you've been before it's who you are now so if there was a spirit of death there can be a spirit of life over her but uh, that's not the point. Let's get into what he says. Verse 29, Jesus says this. He says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, uh, we're reading in Matthew chapter 22, verse 29, ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. You you, you are in chaos. You mess things up. You, 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 you're corrupted. You, you don't understand. You, you, uh, you mess things up. You, you fall short because you do not know the scriptures. And in essence, in not knowing the scriptures, you don't know the power of God. In other words, little word, little power. More word leads to revelation, and revelation uh, releases you into power. And again, allows the power of God to flow through you uh, freely. Uh, I, I, we're, we're not judging anyone, and we're not uh, putting anybody on a pedestal either. But the scripture says this. Jesus said it. If, you, if you're going to argue with anybody and, and complain or, or bring up a point, bring it up to Jesus. I'm just a spokesperson here. I'm just declaring what the word of the Lord says. Watch what he says. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Little word, little power. Could it be that many are struggling uh, in living the life that, that, that God has for them because they fail to get into the word and apply themselves and work do the word of God, to do the word of God. I'm reminded of the scriptures uh, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, thou shalt meditate on it day and night, that you may be uh, to, uh, able to observe or to do, and then you shall make, you shall have good, sex, good success, and you shall make your way prosperous. Success and prosperity are connected to the knowing of the will of God and the power of God that flows through us. He says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. You know, I've, I've heard this before, and maybe you have too, that you can find out what a man is in the middle of a problem, because in the middle of the problem, what, what truly is on the inside of him is what's going to come out of him. The scripture says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And yet Jesus says, you mess up, you you, you do wrong things because you ignore and you do not know the scriptures. And in doing that, you do not connect or you do not allow the power of God to flow through your life. 
Proverbs 4.18 now is, is a scripture that we touched uh, in our previous study. And notice what the scripture says here. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The path of the just. The Bible says a just man shall fall seven times and he can get right back up again. I've heard the excuse of nobody's perfect. We're just human. We'll be perfect when we get to heaven. Right now, everybody falls. That's an excuse because the Bible says he is perfecting us as we walk with Jesus. In order, the Bible, Paul gives us a revelation. He says, he says, you are able to possess the mind of Christ. Mm. Did, did Jesus ever fail? Did Jesus ever fall short? Then why should you and I? If this same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in us. For Jesus himself said, and you shall do greater things because I go to the Father. Get away from that. And I pray even if you are the one, if you're one of them that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm human. I, 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 I fail. I'm a, you know, stop looking on yourself. You know, it's a, it's a, a miserable way. A miserable man is the one who looks at himself and flesh. A miserable man is always one who looks at the flesh and looks at the world. But a righteous man, a blessed man, a strong man is he or she that looks and puts their eyes on Jesus. For the Bible says, my help comes from, from, from above. My help comes from the mountains. My help comes from Jesus. He is my strength. The Bible says, let the weak say that I am strong. Hmm. That's powerful. So instead of saying, I'm just human. Uh, no, I am, I am a spiritual man. I'm a spiritual woman in a fleshly body, but I have power for greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's Bible right there. That's Bible. Now, the reason why we can say that nobody's perfect is we have failed before. And even if we try and we fail. Now, you've probably heard this before and I'm going to use it right now. I'd rather be Peter that stepped out of the boat and walked on water and then took his eyes off of Jesus and failed than for the other 11 to be staying in the boat and just crying and saying, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. And yet Jesus said, if it be you, Jesus, bid me that I can come out of this boat and walk. I think that's a prayer that needs to be prayed. God, if that's you that's calling me, allow me to get out of this boat and let me walk uh, over situations that are, that in the carnal, in the in the in the world system, uh, we might fail, but in the kingdom we will overcome. For the Bible says we are he has called us to triumph over all things. That's including our flesh, our weaknesses. In him, he is our strength. He is our victor. He is our, he is our, our captain. He's, he is, he is all that you need. He tells, uh, Moses when Moses, he calls Moses, Moses, tell, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses says, okay, uh, after he gets convinced and he says, but who shall I say sent me? And God says, tell him I am that I am. That's who sent you. It's amazing. I am that I am. Who are you, God? I am whatever you need. I am your source of healing. I am your source of income. I am your deliverer. I am the one who blesses you. I am your salvation. I am your victory. I am the one who's calling you. I am the one who's working with you and inside of you. Allow me to do the perfect work in you. Woo. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. He is. He is our all in all. There is no reason that you can't serve the Lord right. There is no reason why. The scripture tells us, and we talked about it a little while ago in our previous podcast on Let the Word Work, that the reason why people do not have the power to, to live the life is because they've ignored His Word and they've ignored the power of God. The Bible says, Paul says it in the New Testament, get away from those who profess knowing the truth, but deny the power thereof. There's no such thing of you and I preaching that God saves and we are still in problems. And we are still still struggling with sin, still struggling with gossip, still talking about the other pastor, still accusing and pointing the finger at, at other people. If God is our God and his spirit is working in us, he says, if somebody is down and those that think that they're spiritual, lift up those that are down. Hallelujah. Uh, that's another message in another time, but let's go on. He goes on to say that the, the path of the just is getting brighter and brighter. Psalms 119 verse 130. Watch what the scripture says here. Psalms 119 verse 130. It's amazing to me what the scriptures has. And there's some stuff here. There's some revelation in the in the word of God. I don't understand how. Uh, well, we'll just continue. <laughs> I want to get into something else. Watch this. Psalms 119 verse 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light, and it giveth understanding unto the simple. There are those that, well, I don't understand God. I don't understand God. I don't understand his ways. It's too complicated for me. I'm just a simple person. I don't understand. It's not for me. God says the entrance of thy words giveth light, and it giveth understanding unto the simple. Even the simple can can receive understanding if they submit themselves to the will of God. The Bible says, in all thy getting, get understanding. Okay, so let's talk about some uh, principles. What, what is it that God can do? What are some of the things that we can uh, we know that God can help us and, and the benefits of his word and the working of his, of, of his mighty power in our lives? Isaiah chapter 60, verse uh, 1 and 2. Arise and shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. The word of God will lift you up out of every sin, out of sickness, out of poverty, out of trouble, out of confusion, out of a broke relationship. He, the word of God can release and lead us out of any issue and problem that the enemy or the world has come and come against us with. Sometimes we made bad decisions and our own decisions cause us to be in bad places. But if we come back and turn to the word of God and allow it to lead us, like the psalmist says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If we allow the word of God to lead us and we apply ourselves, the word of God's got the power to bring us out and lift us up out of anything that the enemy has come against us with. And that, that's why the Bible says in verse 1 in Isaiah chapter 60, arise and shine. The reason why he's saying to arise is your position is too low. You've come too low. Your, your place is in God. Paul gives us a revelation. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He goes on to say, if you're going to think about anything, think on things above. 
Stop putting your thought on the world and the system of the world. Stop thinking and looking at what the world is saying and what that sinner is saying. What are the issues that, that, that I see and the problems that I see with believers is we're going and, and calling on a sinner to counsel and to give us advice based on our own lives. When we have to run to Jesus, we got to run to his word. His word has life. John chapter six, Jesus said it. He said, my words give life and are spiritual. They give, they give spirit and life to the believer and the one who hears it and we find ourselves counseling and meddling and talking to the sinner and and uh, equipping ourselves based on the things of the world and yet the bible clearly states that the world and god there's an enmity between them there is a struggle paul says the spirit of god in me is willing but the flesh is weak we need to succumb the flesh and subdue this flesh with our word with the word of god and the spirit of god that he has given us so the word of god has the power to lift us up out of sin sickness poverty trouble issues confusion sadness i mean you name it whatever problem you're walking in the bible the bible says the word of god has the power to lift us out of it that's the jesus that we serve and not only that the bible says that we are to expect the glory because he says arise and shine for thy light has come the word has come jesus has come into our lives and the glory of the lord is risen there is a treasure in you that cannot rise from within you until we receive the light of the word and the revelation of jesus christ in our lives paul says that we are there are treasures in earthen vessels there's some treasures of the kingdom that God has placed in each and every one of you. And we need to align ourselves to the word so that the glory can be released from within us. And we will begin to shout the victory and see the salvation of the Lord upon the people of God. Because we're not representing us. We're, we, are, we are ambassadors to, from an embassy. And we, are, been, has, we have been established here on earth for such a time as this. But we are to call and proclaim and preach and sing and declare the blessings and the goodness of our God. God. there's a glory that can be released expect the glory what does that word glory mean it's to be heavy and to be numerous to be rich and to be honorable that's what the word of God means that the glory numerous rich honor to be heavy weighted with these things is going to begin to come forth through his presence and his spirit Paul says we're open books and they're reading us every day what kind of letter are they reading in your life what kind of message are they reading in how you how you live, in how you conduct yourself, in what you say, and how you respond in these last days? Many, many people know that we go to church, but they also hear us talk. <laughs> and they also hear what comes out of our mouths. That Paul says that by the time I preach, I myself will not be a stumbling block. Let us apply ourselves to the word of God. Watch what the word of God says in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 10 through 17. It says, Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Watch that. Everybody who's in darkness is unfruitful. And yet the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, when God created Adam and Eve, he told us from the beginning, and the first commandment he said is, be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth. 
You can't be fruitful if you're walking in darkness. For he says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. He says, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. There it is, by the word, by Jesus Christ himself. For whatsoever doeth make manifest is light. Wherefore he said, awake thou that sleepeth and arise from the dead. And Christ shall give thee light. Watch this. You want to live in light. Jesus said, walk in the light for I am light. But you need to arise from the dead. <laughs> See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. In other words, walk with agenda. Walk with purpose. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. How do we do that? We get in his word. What is, what is the word saying about your situation? Verse 18 says, he says, Be not drunk with wine wherein is as, uh, excess, but be filled with the Spirit. I know, I, know, I know that we took one more verse, but you know, nowadays, uh, people are running to other things and drugs and liquor and, and uh, sin and, and sexual issues and stuff that are taking us away and because we think these things fill us and you might be satisfied for the moment but at the end you're still empty you're still empty and she and the bible says therefore be ye not unwise but understand understanding the will what the will of the lord is there's a will of god for you third john 2 says beloved i pray above all things that you prosper that you be in health even as your soul prospers that's the will of god for you I don't understand why somebody would not want to serve the Lord. He's got, he's got better things in store for you. Watch what the Word of God says in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 28, he says, And it shall come to pass. Watch this. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I dare you to take that faith and, and say it right now. It's going to happen, Jesus. It's going to happen in my life. It's going to happen in my family. It's going to happen in my home. It's going to happen with my money. It's going to happen with my ministry. It's going to happen with my health. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. The first thing the word of God does is he elevates you. He takes you to a rightful place. That's where the word repent comes from. The word re means it's a prefix to come back. The word pent means to your to the highest place. Repent. Come back to the place, the highest place in God. Come back to the place that you lost through the through the sin of Adam. Come back to that highest place where God has and he has prepared for you and for me. Repent. Come back to your highest place. And that's what the word of God says. He will bring you and set you on high above all the nations of the earth. And then verse 2 says, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. That is what you call a conditional blessing. The Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. When? When has he done this? Or when will he do this? Galatians chapter 6 gives us a powerful revelation. I'm about to release somebody today. Because somebody's saying, Lord, when? 
When, God, are you going to do it? When, Lord, are you going to uh, set us free? When is this thing going to happen? When is revival? When? And the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. In due season, there's an appointed time. God has scheduled an, a, an appointment with you and me that if we continue to be faithful, suddenly we're going to step into our breakthrough. Suddenly we're going to have victory. Suddenly our night's going to be turned into day. Suddenly God's going to flip it around. I don't know about you, but I feel a blessing. I feel a word over somebody. Somebody needs to take that as, as, a, as a prophetic word. Suddenly things are going to happen. Suddenly God's going to bring healing over your body. Suddenly God's going to answer your prayers. Suddenly salvation's going to come. Suddenly there's going to be a breakthrough. There's a suddenly moment that God has, has prepared for you and me. And he says this, if, and we will reap, if we faint not. The only one that can stop you is you. Don't get tired of doing the right thing. He says, for there is a set time. There is an ordained time, a due season. God has ordained our breakthrough. He has prepared and he knows the path that we are taking. And he's telling me to tell you, woman of God, man of God, young man, young woman, pastor, minister, church, don't get tired of doing the right thing because our suddenly is about to be broken. Our moment is about to come forth. That appointed time. It's just like you making an appointment and the doctor says, I need you to come on Monday morning and you need to be here by nine o'clock in the morning, but get here early to sign in and we can do that in the natural. Why can't you apply and believe and exercise your faith in the spirit? Just like we do with these doctors. We show up 30 minutes, an hour, almost ahead of time and we're sitting there and they want us at nine we'll get there at eight because we know we got to fill paper and all we got to do is wait and wait until they call us can we wait on the lord for the bible says those that wait on the lord he shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall walk and not faint they shall run and not fall that's why he, you need to learn the principle and the power of waiting on god Wait on God, not to just sit around, but stay busy, serve him, pray, seek the Lord, fast, study his word, do good, worship God. Let's go to church. Let's lift up. Let's do what we have to do. Whatever comes your way. He says in all, Paul says, whatever comes to your hands, do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord and bless them, bless them, honor them, honor the word of God, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord and he will answer. We can wait on him. And, he's a, and he says, and your due season, your appointed time, there's a set time. There's an ordained time. I'm talking to a woman of God who's gone through uh, a lot of situations, but there's a breakthrough coming. If you stop, if you don't stop doing the right thing and keep on being faithful, I know it's tough. I know it's lonely. I know it can get, uh, man, we've been through some things. But if we can wait on the Lord and just serve him and say, Lord, uh, my Redeemer lives. He's going to, I know you're going to, you've got an answer. You're going to save. You're going to heal. You're going to deliver. You're going to put my life together again. There's a man of God. There's a young man. There's a young woman who's struggling and going through a lot of questions. And there might be more questions than answers. But the Bible says, those that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. There's a strength that's coming in our waiting. And that waiting means serve, serve the Lord in any which way you can, honor him, worship him, obey his word. But I'm going to give you a revelation right now, and we're going to be finishing. 
And we're going to be praying for you. Psalms 102 verse 13. Psalms 102 verse 13 says something powerful. Because Galatians says that there is an appointed time. There's a schedule that God has given us. There's a, there's a moment that he has prepared that, that we can just step into. And it's going to be blessings and heaven and, and victory and success and happiness and joy and abundance and grace and favor. But watch what the scripture says. Psalms 102 verse 3. Verse 13, I'm sorry. Psalms 102 verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Hmm. Ooh, Jesus. God is telling us now. Oh, I know I told you there was a set time for you. But in Jesus, it can happen today. In Jesus, your victory can happen today. In his hope, in his word, in his obeying, obeying his word and serving him, it can happen. Your breakthrough can happen, can begin today. Your healing can begin today. Your advancement can begin today. Your joy can come. Your grace can come. Everything can come today. Why? Because the time for, for the favor of Zion is right now. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I bless the people of God, honor them, bless them, empower them, save them. Father God, give them the desires of their heart that they may be able to move and to, and to grow, Father God, and to advance in your kingdom. Father God, for let the word of God work in the mighty name of Jesus. Transform us, renew us, refresh us, revive us according to all that you have in store for us, God. And the best is upon us for the set time for our favor and our grace and our breakthrough is today. That's why Hebrews says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We might not see it. We might not even feel it. But faith tells us it begins now. It begins now. I prophesy that over you today. It begins today. Your joy begins today. Your victory begins today. Your substance, your breakthrough, your your uh, everything that you ever needed. God says it's available for you today. What do you do, Pastor? What are you telling me? I'm telling you to believe God. Obey His word. Seek Him. Press in. Fast and pray. The disciples came up to Jesus. A man came up to Jesus and said, I brought my son to your disciples. They weren't able to do anything to them. He was a lunatic. He was filled with devils. And, the, and Jesus turned around and he said, For this shall not come out but by prayer and fasting. I believe it was doubt. The doubt can come out by prayer and fasting. The victory can come by prayer and fasting. The breakthrough can come by prayer and fasting. In the name of Jesus. So I, I encourage you today. I bless you today. And I pray for you today. And, I, and I'm here to let you know that God is working it out for you and me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Please share and uh, let others know about this. We want to be a blessing to everyone. We've got some announcements we're putting in our on our Facebook. David Rangel Ministries. Please go to our Facebook. Uh, connect with us. Uh, befriend us. We've got some announcements. We're, we're launching off some things and we're believing God for the for the best is about to happen in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you. 
We bless you. We will hope to see you or connect with you again shortly. Thank you so much. God bless. Bye-bye.